Shabbat Shalom congregation. Good evening, everyone who is joining us. How you all doing on South? And how are you guys in North? Thank you, Eric and Anya, for the beautiful worship. Thank you so much. It is our great pleasure to welcome you to Beth Israel's Facebook page, Live from Home. As you can see, I'm hovering about Beth Israel campus on my chair. Um, well, not actually. Welcome to my house. Behind me is the picture of Beth Israel campus. We live in the digital era, which, thanks to the Lord, allows us a great opportunity to participate together with you in worshiping the Lord. Although we are not in the same place, still we are mishpacha, which means family. And therefore, we are united in the same spirit, the spirit of the Lord. We invite you, as you are watching, to please share your comments and your likes with us, allowing us to know that you are staying connected with us. So let's welcome Rabbi David live from his home, and let's welcome him. Shabbat Shalom, Rabbi David. Shabbat Shalom, Rabbi Yuri. This is exciting for us. It's like we're sitting next to each other, uh, except you're in your house and I'm in my house. So it's a wonderful time for us to be together. And welcome to the Mishpocha. Welcome to everyone from Beth Israel who's able to join us. And I've noticed that uh, quite a few people are adding their comments into the Facebook Live comment section. And we love to hear from you. That helps us understand who is actually with us tonight. And we're wanting to stay in touch with you and connect with you. We remember so many people who responded last week during the live sections. And I want to give a special congratulations to everyone who successfully went from segment one to segment two to segment three, the fact that you made it through that uh, really was encouraging. And we hope now to be able to do one complete segment so you don't have to find us again and again. If you're having sound problems or, or video problems, um, let us know in the comments section. We have upgraded all of our technology in the last few days so that from our end, we're hoping that we're able to send a quality signal up to Facebook and they're able to send it down to you. But to be honest with you, all of the systems in the United States, really throughout the world, all the internet systems and all the systems based on uh, streaming technology are under stress right now. We were watching CNN uh, the other night, and many of the, the people who were appearing were appearing through a technology that streams them in, and sometimes their faces were distorting, uh, their sound was distorting. So everybody is having a challenge. Everybody's having uh, some glitches, but we love to hear from you if you are having sound problems. At least it helps us understand if the video is going out and... Um, we'll do our best to provide a quality signal. As well, we are recording this, so if, uh, if you aren't able to get a good signal now, you can watch it later on Facebook after we post uh, a video of the whole time together. Plus, we will be uh, using our channel on YouTube in order to post the videos as well. So we've got we continue to have our main goal of staying connected to you. And that's why we're asking 
to hear from you so that we know that we are connected. Rabbi Yuri and I have been talking this afternoon about some of the things that are on our hearts. And, and he shared with me about the opportunities that he sees that are available to us in the middle of this difficult situation. Rabbi Yuri, can you share some of those thoughts right now? Yeah, thank you, Rabbi David. Today's uh, Torah chapter, Vaikra, tells us about the sacrifices to the Lord that were established in the Torah. And it's very interesting chapters. What I want to share with you today is the command of the Lord that those sacrifices will never, never, never stop. Despite the weather or the time of the year, despite one's mood or the difficulties one may face, the service in the temple must never stop, not even for a single day. And it's a very important idea of today's Torah chapter. Of course, we now live in different times. The temple has been destroyed, and no longer are there animal sacrifices, because Yeshua, our Messiah, sacrificed himself, thereby redeeming us from sin and death. He became a perfect sacrifice for us, the only perfect sacrifice, and he has reconciled us to God. It's a great news for us. But there is still one way in which that ancient ministry in the temple has never changed, even down to the present day. That our ministry to God should not stop, not even for a day, forever. Today we are going through difficult times, times of uncertainty, times of instability, but we have no need to be filled with fear and panic. We can draw something very important from us, from this chapter of the Torah, which really can help us to be overcomers. It is the understanding that times of such stress, these times also, times of much opportunity and times to be of great service to God. This is the special time to serve the Lord. It's a beautiful time to serve the Lord. They are also the time to take a good look at our spiritual condition, what is going on in our hearts, in our lives. One example we may find, um, today you may have time to do things for which time has often seemed so limited. For example, I have only a couple examples, but they're so important for us today. I believe it's so important. The first and most important thing during the quarantine you may find time to pray, time to pray a lot. We know that fear and panic are the opposite of faith and prayer. They're completely opposite, they're enemies of faith and prayer. So this is the perfect time to intercede for people, to pray for those who are sick, for doctors who are at the front line, for the government and for all governments that God will direct their leaders to lead with wisdom. It is so important moment for them to, to find the Lord, to seek for the Lord. Uh, in time, previous times, often we hear people ask, Lord, help me to pray. Teach me how to pray. Or this prayer, help me to find time. Now, one has no excuse not to pray. This is the time. 
Time to pray, time to intercede. It's so important. The second part, uh, which is important for us today, I believe it's, it's critical, important. This is a wonderful time to study the scriptures, uh, to fill our hearts and our thoughts with the word of God. It's so important. We need to understand today what is happening around us because it's so crazy around us. We need to know where the Lord is. We need to see these events as the Lord sees them. And it is possible only by studying the scriptures. It's so important. So prayer, scriptures, and third uh, part, and very important part, we can find time to serve people who are lonely and in fear. Um, it, is, it is very important to remember, to understand, that your phone call, your words and of comfort and concern can change someone's life and your own life as well. In such times, we can rely on our faith in Yeshua. We can depend upon our hope for eternal life. We can know and show forgiveness from the Lord. We can experience a peace in the heart that nothing in this world can give. But some people around us are filled with fear of the future and otherwise know only emptiness. And we know people around us are in fear. For them, the world is collapsing. Not for us, but for them. That makes it a great opportunity for us to introduce our faith, to share our hope to those people, and to demonstrate our love and compassion towards them, even as Yeshua himself would do, and would have you do. Thank you so much for listening today. I know that Rabbi David has much to share with us also. So, Rabbi David, can you share your thoughts with us, please? Yes, and actually, Rabbi, um, before I make some comments on the theme that you're developing, I want to talk to everybody who's actually trying to make comments or see comments on Facebook Live. Depending on the device you're on, uh, there are different ways that you can toggle comments on or off to make them visible or invisible. And so some of the folks who know how to do that, if you don't mind uh, giving advice to everybody in the comments section, some devices you'll flip and some you'll, you'll toggle in a different way. But I think that will take some of the frustration out for people who are trying to comment and don't know how to do it. Well, Rabbi Yuri was mentioning that we have time right now. And in fact, this is one of the unusual things, even though we are spending so much time adapting and adjusting to what's going on, we have more time right now than we could have imagined. Each one of us can make the most of our time, and, and we can treat this time as a gift from God. Rabbi Yuri was talking about how we have time to pray. That is so important and insight for us. You know, many people have habits that they wish that they could adopt new habits that they've been wanting. Oh, I wish I had time for prayer. I wish I had time to read the scriptures, but I'm so, I'm so busy. I have to get up so early in the morning. I go to work, I have to drive, I have to do all this. The traffic is terrible. And now for most of us, or for many of us, at least we could say, you're not having to fight much traffic because you're staying at home or working from home especially those of us in Jacksonville, there's a local mandate that we 
do our work from home, uh, except for those who have essential businesses uh, that are in service to all of us, such as um, grocery stores and, and restaurants and bakeries and things like that, healthcare. But for many of us, this is the answer to your prayer. I can't tell you how many people I know who feel like their schedule is perpetually overloaded. And uh, even people who say, uh, with sincerity, they ask me to pray for them that they'll have 25 hours in a day. And none of us is granted 25 hours, but I can tell you this, you probably have been given several hours a day, maybe many hours a day that are now yours to decide how you're gonna spend them. And I think adding in those really wonderful uh, uh, choices such as prayer and scripture study are really important and reaching out to other people. This is something that you can do now and you can take heart that, that it's like the gift of Shabbat has been spread out, not just from one day, it's strong and important on this day, but the gift of Shabbat can be extended into our week and we can find as we're taking Shabbat that we can add the joy of Shabbat to other days in our week by serving the Lord in these new ways, by developing our spirituality, by developing good habits of different kinds that, that we're looking to develop. So it is terrific to see people in the congregation, to hear from people in the congregation who are making their adaptations and making their adjustments. I've been able to communicate with many of you who are figuring out uh, what to do uh, to get your groceries and your food and um, how to deal with shortages and, and also the protocols that you need to follow in your home and uh, with your family. If I could be personal, I could tell you this, that Sandy and I worked through a, actually a, an important challenge because I understood that she needed uh, a certain protocol and I was trying to use a less stringent protocol for myself, but I realized um, after some discussion with family members and looking at the situation all around us, I realized that whatever protocol I want her to keep is really dependent on me keeping the same protocol. If, if I'm being exposed to too many people and I'm carrying uh, the risk myself, I'm exposing her pretty much to the same kinds of people that I'm being exposed to. So we are sheltering in place. We have made arrangements with our family so that uh, they can come at a distance and we can keep our distance, but we can open a door and say hello to them sometimes for now. And we're using um, all of the tools that we have for video communication with family and with friends as well. But we have fully limited our personal close exposure. We're practicing social distancing in that way. And it is a challenge. And we're also engaging in different protocols in order to uh, not only wash our hands, but deal with anything like groceries that might be delivered to us. So I know having talked to many of you during these uh, last few days, having texted and, and having um, had phone calls and emails that most of you also 
are taking seriously the idea that you need protocols for yourselves. And I want to encourage you to keep doing that. There is a temptation right now, I believe, to fall into one of two extremes. Uh, on one extreme, we can say, oh, there's no one really sick around me. So the statistics tell me that nothing's happening here. And I think that's uh, a naive perspective. It's a good idea for us to be careful right now and to wait uh, and to watch and to be cautious as well as we see fit. And the, the second extreme position is a panic uh, response or a fear as if the, the end of life forever is upon us. And I don't think it is. I think this is a time for us to get through a very difficult challenge, uh, difficult in every way, difficult uh, socially, difficult in terms of health and well-being, difficult financially, difficult in, in the way that we organize our time and our life. But we can make it through this. This will be for a season. It's possible that whatever we go through right now, though, will be followed by a lull and then uh, another coronavirus season, and then perhaps even another one later, because uh, epidemics like this often take uh, a period of time and some cycles in order for enough people to have been exposed that we develop um, some immunity altogether. And hopefully vaccines will be developed. So as we're, as we're going through this experience, none of us is really an expert on what's going to happen. What we can do is try to stay one step ahead. We can try to, to keep ahead. And not only that, we can keep in front of us a really important goal. And this is the main goal, just to remind you, it's the main goal of why we're doing uh, this Facebook Live series, Live From Home, Friday night and Saturday. We want to stay connected with you. We want to hear from you. We want to be connected to you. And we want you to be connected to us. And we also want you to be connected with other people. I was encouraged uh, talking with my wife uh, this afternoon. She's been encouraging other women to connect with uh, people who are alone or people who God puts on their heart. She heard back from several, uh, several of the Beth Israel members who have taken that seriously and have been in touch with a dozen or more people and having serious conversation together, encouraging each other, strengthening each other, and just showing love and care and concern for each other. I, I just want to say, keep that up. Sandy's doing a great job on that. And um, all the men and women who can check up on each other, who can just make that call to each other and say, the Lord put you on my heart. And I just want to see how you're doing or let you know I'm thinking of you. Just a simple thing like that can make all the difference in the world. That staying connected is just so powerful. One of the things that was challenging for us was to get organized technically for everything we're doing this weekend. And I want to give a great thank you to Eric Painter and to Anya and to the kids at the Painter household. You got connected. You were able to uh, welcome Shabbat for us as a congregation, and we are so grateful. Thank you for inviting us into your home and, and for letting us uh, welcome Shabbat together with you. It was really a joy. And I think for the whole congregation, isn't it exciting? In the midst of this difficulty, 
we are able to enlarge the, uh, the 10 stakes. We're able to um, enlarge what we're capable of doing step-by-step step, each day, each week, we hope to make advances and, and you can do the same thing. We had lots of encouragement from many of you who contacted us and some of you sent prayer requests directly to us. And I can tell you this, that that really helps us as rabbis and rabbits and it helps us know how to pray for you, how to know how to pray for your family and your loved ones. And also, um, how to pray about what's important to you right now. We're praying for people who have many different kinds of challenges themselves or, or with their families. And I think right now, Rabbi Yuri, if you could join me in praying for doctors and for healthcare professionals first, if, if you could, uh, you, you earlier were saying, it'd be great for us to pray for those people. Could you lead us all in a prayer? And those of you who are using the comments, if you would add your prayers in and agree with us as well uh, with your family. So Rabbi Yuri. Thank you Rabbi David. Yeah, I would like to. So let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your presence, uh, for your peace and for your presence with us today, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that even during these difficult times and times of uncertainty, we are filled with your presence, with your love, and with your encouragement, Lord, with your joy. Thank you so much. Lord, help us to view these days as days filled with new opportunities, Lord, and help us to be filled with your joy and your word. Lord, we ask for everyone who is working on the first places, Lord, in hot spots, Lord, who is working and fighting for us, Lord. Thank you for doctors, for medical staff, Lord, who are working with uh, people who are sick, Lord. We ask for your protection over all of them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Be with them, Lord. Protect them, Lord. And give him, give them your strength and your power, Lord. Give them your wisdom, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for your protection over them, Lord. We ask for everyone who is in need, who is sick, Lord. We ask for everyone who is in the hospitals, Lord, please touch them by your hand, Lord, in the name of Yeshua. Thank you for your protection, for your wisdom. Thank you for your strength, for your power, Lord. Bless them, Lord, and help them to, to seek you, Lord. Help them to pray to you. Help them to, uh, to look for you, Lord, in the name of Yeshua. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rabbi, for, for leading us in that prayer. Uh, please be praying on your own for doctors and for healthcare workers. They really are on the front lines. They are taking risks themselves. As well, there are people like the grocery store clerks and everybody who's working in the delivery system. Um, our children, our adult children have businesses that are all in the, the food business. Our son has a greenhouse and farm and our daughter has a bakery. And they are, uh, they're trying to serve during this time anyway. And it, it puts them in a little bit of jeopardy. And so if you don't mind praying for them, we would appreciate that. We want to make sure that as they're serving and providing food to other people, that um, their health is protected as well. This will be a, an important thing. We've been hearing from some people at Beth Israel whose family in other places have already been affected by the virus uh, and have become 
sick. We, we don't have anyone here in the congregation who has, um, who has the virus at this point. But we know several people whose family in other states or other countries have actually tested positive or have had some um, case, uh, whether it's serious or even critical right now. So keep those people in mind and in your heart. It's a, it is a time to be watchful and to be alert. And I can tell you this, I know that there are some people who have the idea that prayer is a calling that only some believers have. But we are called to be a house of prayer for the whole world, for all the nations. We're called to be a house of prayer. You and I, every one of us, is instructed to pray in all kinds of ways. We're instructed to, to pray for our government leaders, and they'd so desperately need it for sure. We're called to pray for the sick. We're called to pray for those in need. And everyone is called to pray. Now, some people, it seems, find it easier to pray, maybe because they flexed that prayer muscle and developed it more. But this is a great time for all of us to pray. Even those of you who say, well, prayer is hard. Yes, it is. That's why it takes some strength to develop, some spiritual strength. Now is a great time to do that. Now, this weekend, this Friday night is the last Friday of uh, the month, and on this weekend each month, we celebrate the meal of Messiah, Seydat HaMashiach. It's an important time for us, and we have decided to uh, change our plans a, a little bit. We're planning to celebrate on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Uh, this is a time that is normally set aside in our congregational calendar. The first Wednesday of, of each month is uh, a time for prayer where we gather together in the sanctuary, we worship, we pray, and we have some fellowship together. But on this occasion, we're going to be doing it live from home, from our homes and from your home. And so it'll be a time of worship with Rabbi Yuri and Rebbitz and Ina from their home. And we will um, take the Meal of Messiah together. It's important to remember that the Meal of Messiah was given uh, for the body of Messiah. It's not just something that an individual does on their own, except in rare and unusual circumstances. It's a time to recognize the body of Messiah and what God has done for us through his great covenant uh, brought by Messiah, who died for us, who became the atoning sacrifice for us, who became the Passover lamb for us that redeemed us from every kind of slavery and who also rose from the dead. It's a time for us to recognize the body of Messiah together. And that's why we're scheduling Wednesday at 6.30, where we can do this together. And um, in order for that to be possible, I want to encourage you to get some matzah for your household if you don't have it already. But Passover matzah, fresh batch of Passover matzah is available now at the grocery stores. I picked up a five pack. Um, a couple of weeks ago, just to make sure that I had some on hand for Passover. But it's also good for us to be able to use it when we're celebrating together, say, about HaMashiach, and when we're celebrating Pesach. So get your matzah now, get some grape juice or some wine so that you can celebrate with us and we'll pray together, we'll share some news and we'll have a great time of worship. It's really gonna be a wonderful time. Now our plan, 
And I have to say, this is our plan because sometimes we make plans and then we're not able to fulfill them because of technical reasons or um, challenges that require troubleshooting that we just can't overcome in limited time with the experience that we have so far. But we're going to celebrate this time of Seudat HaMashiach on Wednesday in a Facebook Mishpocha group. It's a Facebook group called uh, uh, Beth Israel Messianic Synagogue Mishpocha. And you can request to join. There should be some links that are available on the Beth Israel Facebook page already. And some ways that you can find our group or you can just search. We'll, we'll, we'll make that available in some way if you can't find it. But you do need to join and we need to go through a process. It's a little bit cumbersome, but we have to, we have to accept each person who signs up uh, to participate. That's just the nature of a Facebook page. And we're asking those who are members and congregants to join with us. And those who are close to the congregation, you're already close to us, to the Korshan family or the Levine family, um, you, you can join us. But for those who have never been a part of the congregation, um, you may not be able to join at this time because of some limitations uh, for access that will be in place. But for our mishpacha who are steady, um, steady podcast listeners, the ones who we hear from regularly and the ones who are so supportive in prayer and in other ways, we want to say we count you as mishpacha too. So please join us uh, in that Facebook page. And, and we'll do this as an experiment. It's one of the things that we have in mind to do. Some things that are um, the kinds of things that we would talk about in the sanctuary when we're together, but wouldn't necessarily go out to the general public. So one thing also that you can do if you're watching this live on Facebook is you can follow and like our Facebook page, Beth Israel uh, Messianic Synagogue or um, Active Beth Israel Now. Um, you can follow it and this will, it's sort of like a subscription with Facebook. It allows Facebook to notify you automatically when we're starting a new Facebook live session, when we are starting some um, new things, they'll notify you automatically so that you will uh, get updates uh, more easily on all your devices. Now, I wanna say also special thanks to our producer tonight, Brian Rose, who's working behind the scenes to help make all of this happen. And Brian, we so appreciate your expertise and your service on behalf of the congregation. Though others may not be seeing what you're doing, we are seeing you and the Lord is seeing you too. And we're just so grateful. Sandy and I want to extend our gratitude to you. Special thanks also to Ruth Dantes, who's been working uh, so diligently to make sure that we're able to have the audio portions of these sessions uh, turned into podcasts that, that we're posting as well. And she has done an incredible job despite the challenges that we've been having because of sound quality issues and technical uh, issues. If you're a Beth Israel congregant, then you know Ruth well, and I would encourage you, send her a big Tadaraba, a big thank you for all that she is doing. I also wanna say thank you to everyone who has been 
sending us tithes and offerings through the mail, uh, especially those of you who are accustomed to bringing your checks or even your cash to the sanctuary when you come for services. And now um, we're receiving checks by mail from, from some of you who normally didn't use the mails. And I also am thankful so much. We're all thankful. We're so grateful to everyone who continues to support us through uh, Giving Fire and also through uh, PayPal. Those are our two giving portals online that allow you digitally and very securely to, um, to make your contributions on a schedule that, that, that works for you. We are so grateful for those of you who are faithful and committed members of the congregation who continue to uh, provide steady and stable support. It's helping us move forward and expand during these times. We still have all the same expenses. Even though we can't meet in the sanctuary, we're, we still have all the same expenses of the building uh, during this time and the congregational expenses. We have some extra expenses as well as we're setting up um, technical equipment and services in order to make this possible. So special thank you. Special thanks to those of you who have found new ways of, uh, of joining in through uh, Giving Fire and PayPal. We appreciate you so much. And we thank you for your continued faithfulness. Well, a reminder that Live From Home We'll return tomorrow, Saturday morning at 1030. And before we close, I want to ask Rabbi Yuri, um, is there anything on your heart or your mind you'd like to share before we close this segment and uh, welcome Eric back? Rabbi Yuri? Yeah, thank you so much, Rabbi David. Um, yeah, I completely agree with you. This is a very interesting time, a difficult time, but it's a very interesting time. And I would like to thank everyone who is uh, cheerful, who is full of love and grace and who is prayerful. Thank you so much for what you're doing, Lord. Thank you so much for your love to the Lord and for your love to congregation. We really appreciate you and, and love you. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is so great to see you, not to see you, but feel you here. It looks like we are together. It feels like this. And actually, uh, it's a great picture behind me. I really miss the time when it will be able to meet together at Beth Israel again and so please be safe uh, stay and pray and connect with each other and use this time wisely and this time could be a blessing for many many people around us this time you can be a blessing for many people around around you thank you so much thank you so much thank you Rabbi David for for sharing your word thank you so much Thank you, Rabbi. And I, I can say on behalf of the rabbis and the Rebbitson of Beth Israel, Rabbi Yuri, Rebbitson Ina, myself, Rebbitson Sandy, that we really do love you and we care for you and we want to stay connected to you and we want you to stay connected to us. You're, you're important to us. You're dear to us. And we're just so grateful for the continuing contact that we're having with you. Thank you for everyone who's been commenting on this live session. Thanks to everyone who's been texting us and emailing us and, and those who have called us. And we're just really glad to hear from you. And you're sharing your needs, your prayer needs for you and your family. It really helps us stay connected and to do 
the work that we've been called to do as shepherds for this flock and for this congregation. Tonight, we're going to close as we normally do with the ironic benediction. And um, if, if you're with your family, you can gather close with them. And as well, after the ironic benediction, we're going to switch over to Eric Painter again, back to him and his house. And he's going to close with one more worship song. So, so gather together. Yivarechecha Adonai, Yishmarecha. Ya'er Adonai, Panavilecha Vichunecha. Yisa Adonai, Panavilecha. Vayasem Lecha Shalom. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep watch over you, protect you, and guard you in every way. The Lord cause the light of his face to shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face to you and give you his peace in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Stay tuned. Here's Eric.
love is everlasting. We thank you, Lord, that your faithfulness is without end. In 